Growing Up, our brand new resource for churches and parents is out now. Woohoo! With Sunday school sessions, training videos, podcast episodes for parents and one for the whole family. All there to help our children navigate the confusion, filter the messages they're surrounded by and hear God's good story. All our Growing Up resources point to the Heavenly Father who loves our children even more than we do and has the answer to their biggest questions about who they are and how to live. Together, as families and churches, we can support each other to start good conversations about bodies, gender and marriage so our children can grow up hearing God's good story. Head over to the website faithinkids.org and find out all the details about growing up. We are now recording. Hello, my name is Ed. This is the Faith in Kids podcast. This is the sixth and final festive podcast. Christmas has been and gone, but it's still festive. My name is Ed, and I would most like to travel to the Great Barrier Reef in Australia. Wow. Tell me who you are. My name is Jam, and I would most like to go to New Zealand where my sister lives but it does sound beautiful and it's also middle earth from lord of the rings it's not it isn't really but they (laughs) pretended it was there we go i'm matt and i would love to go to south america spend uh months and months just wandering around finding what's going on there how is your spanish matt it's muy bien no it's not it's slightly rustier than it was but uh, i do speak a bit spanish yeah very good We are now going to have a whip around question to get us into the idea we're thinking about today of worship. Who would you most like to meet? Real, alive, dead, imaginary, a cartoon character? Oh, cartoon character. That's going to change my choice completely. Okay. Who would you most like to meet, Jan? Well, now you put it like that. I want to meet Bugs Bunny. <laughs> Why? That's easy. <laughs> Why? Because he's really funny. And what I love about him yes. is he's he's not nice, right. but also he'll leave you alone. Don't. But if you if you if you annoy him, he will destroy you. He'll blow you up. He, well, he will just. And his great catchphrase is, "Of course, you realise this means war." <laughs> it's like, I'm going to shred you now. You you pushed me to it. Okay. So I love Bugs Bunny. I would meet him easily. Thank you. Matt? I would love to meet my grandparents, but when they were young people. So they met when my granddad went into a shop that my grandma was working in. Uh, And so I would love to have... I'd just been a customer uh, in that shop that day and have seen them when they were younger. I would love to meet uh, a man called Eric Liddell, who has now died. uh, And he raced at the Olympics and he was a Christian and he went to China to tell them more about Jesus and uh, I think he is amazing. He's a bit of a hero of mine, a real life hero. So now you are going to talk in your families about who you would most like to meet. Alive, living, dead, real, imaginary, cartoon characters, anything, go.
I hope that was a good discussion and we'll come back to that later. Why are we thinking about who you'd most like to meet, Ed? Because in today's story, we find out what the wise men did Mm. when they met Jesus. And it turns out it was the most exciting thing that had ever happened to them. Okay, but before we get there, we're going to get there in a moment. But before that, we've got Festive Fun Facts Fight Off. I don't know why we find that so funny, but we just do, don't You we? said it so quickly, yeah. I'm Fest- not even sure we heard what it was. Festive. Fun facts fight off. Here we go. I think uh, Matt's very much the one to beat here. He's got two on a row. I'm and in, we're doing festive... In for the hat trick. In for the hat trick. He's going to put his shirt over his face <laughs> if he does and run around the recording studio Goodness. if he wins, a, if he gets a hat trick. We're looking at stars. Fun facts about stars. I've chosen our own star, which is the sun. And for some reason, I am slightly obsessed with total eclipses which is where the moon is completely in front of the sun. And I'm always interested in how rare they are. And so in England, the next total eclipse won't be till 2026. That's a long time to wait. Mm. And so, you know, it might be 2020 when you're listening to this. That's six years away. Can you imagine yourself in six years' time and who that person would be and what they're like and what they're doing? And then I think the next one after that isn't till... There won't technically be another one until like 2081 or something like that. Oh, goodness. I know, yeah. We need to really get ourselves ready for 2026 then. That one in your diary now. Yes, exactly. Okay, ready? Yes. In the universe, I wonder how many stars there are. Okay? Mm -hmm. Now, this is going to totally blow your mind. There are more stars in the universe than there are grains of sand on earth on earth on earth not just your average sandy beach all the deserts and all the beaches of of the world my mind is being blown wow that is how many stars there are and god made every single one of them and in, in honesty no one knows how many there are it's just a guess yeah mind blown Good. Yeah. I, I, I had to reread it's that. getting messy in the I, studio. Someone's going to have to yeah. piece back these minds. I, yes, exactly. I can't <laughs> believe it. And I've just said the fact I and know. I still can't believe it. Next one. Um, first of all, if you've got a younger brother or sister that sings Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star, you can tell them that that's a lie because stars don't twinkle. That's not my fun fact. That's just... That's just, that's just a fact. That's what do you fact. propose that line should be? Um, I think that'd be great to hear from listeners on how you rewrite that. <laughs> Throw that one open. Um, yeah. But when we do see stars shining, what's happening is hydrogen is burning in the star's core, which then makes helium. So I've just got this again is not a fun fact. This is at this point just a, a funny image. I've got this image of aliens getting near to stars. And then speaking really high pitched because there's a lot of helium. Um, <laughs> Yeah. But my fun fact is this, when it's like Ed, you came up with this incredible stat yes. fact around just how big numbers are in terms of number of stars and all that kind of stuff. And it's just too much to get your head around. So if you just talk about the star that is nearest to Earth, that's not the sun. Yes. The, the, is it Alpha Centauri? I believe so. The, the, if you went in the fastest spacecraft that we've ever been able to make, it would take you 75,000 thousand years to get there no and that's just the nearest one oh, no i mean what? wow uh, mm? yeah 
I think stars are the real winner mm. of this fun festive they are, fact they are. But I, I think the winner of that one actually is you, Ed. I, I, I'm, I think we're going to give it to you. Really? Yeah. You guys. Oh, <laughs> there we go. Stars. So why are we talking about stars, Ed? We're talking about stars because God put one of them in the sky and he just pushed it along for the wise men to follow. And scientists guess as to how that happened. But fundamentally, it is a time when God just moved a star around. There was an intersection of planets. Wasn't it? It was that, it's like Jupiter and Venus I mean, or something, look, isn't it? I, I just think it's much simpler to say God moved it. I, I agree with and that And he entirely. stopped it mm. exactly where he wanted mm. over Bethlehem. So we're looking at that star in Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 to 12. Let's read it. Jesus was born in the town of Bethlehem in Judea during the time when Herod was king. After Jesus was born, some wise men from the east came to Jerusalem. They asked, Where is this baby who was born to be the king of the Jews? We saw his star in the east and we came to worship him. When King Herod heard about this new king of the Jews, he was troubled. And all the people in Jerusalem were worried too. Herod called a meeting of all the leading priests and teachers of the law. He asked them where the Christ would be born. And they answered, uh, in, in the town of Bethlehem in Judea, the, the prophet wrote about this in the scriptures. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, you are important among the rulers of Judah. A ruler will come from you. He will be like a shepherd for my people, the Israelites. Then Herod had a secret meeting with the wise men from the east. He learned from them the exact time they first saw the star. Then Herod sent the wise men to Bethlehem. He said to them, oh, Go and look carefully to find the child. When you find him, come tell me. Then I can go and worship him too. The wise men heard the king and then left. They saw the same star they had seen in the east. It went before them until it stopped above the place where the child was. When the wise men saw the star, they were filled with joy. They went to the house where the child was and saw him with his mother, Mary. They bowed down and worshipped the child. They opened the gifts they brought for him. They gave him treasures of gold, frankincense and myrrh. But God warned the wise men in a dream not to go back to Herod. So they went home to their own country by a different way. When you meet people, you act differently. So, think about when a parent walks into the front door. What do you do? Panic, when... if it's my mum. <laughs> I slightly panic. Leave your mum out of this. When a head teacher walks past you in the corridor, Matt, do you remember how you used to feel? I used to run and hide. If you... What were you doing? <laughs> That's Very naughty. Very naughty. Or that person you thought of at the start, the person you would most like to meet, what if they walked in right now? Would you just stand there? Would you, would you blurt something out? Would your mouth go dry? I remember once waiting to see the Queen. We were queued up beside the road, standing still, three or four deep, waiting for her to drive past. What a weird thing to do for a person. When someone 
we meet in front of us, we act differently depending on who they are. Now, today we're thinking about the magi. That's the word the Bible uses. And it's from the word we get magician in English because they were strange men who seemed to do strange things. They spent their days stargazing, looking at the stars, trying to predict the future, studying books and sacred writings. And here it says they came from the east, lands far, far away from Bethlehem. They must have been travelling for a month or more. They would have come with servants and camels and tents. A hard, hard journey with sand getting everywhere. But they did it even though they were not from God's people. They weren't Jews. They didn't used to read through the Bible all the time. They had simply been given a star to follow by God. They studied the star and they followed it. So can you imagine walking out of your front door and seeing a bright red rope in your road and it said on it, follow me, and you look down and you could see that red rope going the whole length of your road and off round the corner. It would be like that. You'd think, where does it go? What's at the end? That's how they followed the star, wherever it would take them. And did you hear the moment they arrived where the star stopped? They went to the house where the child was and saw him with his mother Mary. Listen, they bowed down and worshipped the child. That is not a normal way to meet a child. However important it is, you don't normally bow down and worship. Why would you do that? What would make a child worth worshipping? Certainly I wouldn't do that if I was handed a baby. That, you, you, you wouldn't sort of bow down and worship Imagine the, baby. the looks you would get yeah. if you did that. Yeah, very strange. Even, even more weird than the ones you get anyway. Yes, that's true. Could you dream of anyone better to worship than Jesus, though? How could we not worship Jesus? Even if you've only looked at a few stories from his life, you realise he was not like anyone else. He was different. But also, these magi are not the people you might expect to worship Jesus. They weren't religious types. You see, Christmas is for the people who feel like they're more like the magi. People from the wrong place. People who feel they don't belong. People who have come a long way. People who don't know much about Jesus. The people who don't know their Bibles. Because once you understand who Jesus is... No matter who you are, where you're from or what you've done, you realise you should worship him. To worship him means to give your whole life, to give all that you are, all that you have. This is the only one I need. He is better than all the others. He is totally different to me. I can worship him. I have a friend called Rick. He grew up in a Hindu family. Uh, he and I had been talking for a while about Jesus. And I remember when we sat on a bench in my garden and talked about what it would mean for Rick to worship Jesus. He knew he'd have to change. He would have to stop worshipping Hindu gods. When his parents went into a temple to worship, as they sometimes did, or had festivals to celebrate those gods, Rick would have to stop doing that because he'd have to say, there is only one I worship. I told him that his friends might be interested to start with, but soon 
he would be different to them. Because if you worship Jesus, you are different to people who don't worship Jesus. You make different decisions. Last week, Rick stood at the front of his church with his wife and explained that they would be leaving our church to start a new church in a part of London where there is no church that worships Jesus Christ as the one who rules over every inch of our country and every other country. Rick is making crazy decisions. He's moving house. He's leaving his church. He's leaving his friends behind to make new friends, to start a new church. He is living a reckless life. He is living a life of adventure. He is living an amazing life. He is making incredible decisions. He's excited. His wife is excited. They are worshipping Jesus. That's what happens when we worship We make different decisions. We live a life of adventure. We make reckless decisions. We make dangerous decisions because we know that only Jesus is worth living for. This year, you might be listening to this just after Christmas. Wonder what it would be like to worship Jesus, to make him the only one. I'm going to pray. Dear Father, I thank you that Jesus Christ is worth worshipping. I thank you that the wise men got it. I thank you that they knew that they had to fall down and worship. They knew what to do when they met Jesus. I pray, Father, our hearts would know what it is to meet with Jesus, what it feels like, our hearts to beat a bit quicker, to make difficult decisions, to make reckless, dangerous decisions for Jesus, to do the right thing, the best thing, because we worship him. Amen. Amen. Ever had to pack for a long journey? Well, here are the wise men getting ready for the epic voyage that awaits them. We all pack then? Yep. Did you fill up the camels? Being filled up now. And have you got directions? Aren't we just following yonder star? Oh, yeah, of course. Yonder star. Yeah, yeah, yeah there we go. And, uh, right, I'll just uh, pack the presents and... Wait, well, you, you got him presents? I thought I was getting the presents because, you know... Because, uh, oh. oh, here we go. I'm famously bad at presents. Yes. Well, for my last birthday, you did get me socks. What's wrong with socks? Well, don't know if you've noticed, but this is a hot country. We're not exactly big on socks. All right, at night, it does get seriously chilly. It does get chilly at night, I'll grant you that. So, what did you do? Did you buy the baby a blanket? Oh, that is a good idea. What did you get him? Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Right. Does the phrase panic buying mean anything to you? No, look, hear, hear me out. There is method in my Is that all madness. they had left in the toy shop? L- listen, listen. This amazing alignment of planets that we saw in the heavens is huge, OK? This baby is cosmically important. He's a king. He deserves the best. Hence the gold, right, OK. And he's also going to be our great high priest, so he deserves our praise. Hence the frankincense, and talk me through the myrrh. 
Okay, granted, that one does sound weird because... Yes, because myrrh is basically some kind of healing gel. Yeah, yeah. And he's going to be a mighty king, so he's never going to be in battle or at any kind of risk of physical harm, is he? He's far too precious. I don't know. I've just got a feeling that he might need it, you know, when he's older, in case someone, I don't know, stabs him in the side with a spear when he's not able to do anything about it or defend himself. You know, it's people like you who give astrologers like us a bad name. Sorry. Right, camels are full. Off we go. To Bethlehem. Where's Bethlehem? Uh, Haven't you got the the yonder star? Where's the yonder star? Oh, yes. Here's it. Oh, it's a cloudy now. Oh. Oh. This is the last in this short series of podcasts for Christmas and New Year. We really hope that you've enjoyed them. We've really loved being with you. Please let us know what you think. Email the podcast at podcast at faithinkids.org. Is that right? It is right. Brilliant. Parents, we keep going with the podcasts for you. Mm-hmm. And children, we hope to get back to you soon with more Faith in Kids podcasts. Indeed. And so we've had enough words. We're going to say cheerio now. But before that, Ed's got some questions. I think it is difficult for us to understand what it looks like, feels like to worship Jesus. I think most of us find that very difficult. So if you find this difficult, you're not alone. Here are some questions to try and help you think about it. If you are young, under five, Jesus is awesome. I wonder, what would you love to do to show him how amazing he is? Would you dance or sing or would you stand still and look scared? Or is there a question you would ask or is there something you would love to tell him? How would you show Jesus you think he's awesome? If you're fives to eights, after thinking about this story of the wise men, how would you describe Jesus to a friend? What would you want to say about him to show that he is worth worshipping? That's a hard question. Over eights. If Jesus was worth worshipping, what would be different? Would you play sport differently? Would you treat a brother or sister differently? Would you talk to your parents differently? Would you treat others differently at school? Would you walk into your park differently? What would be different if Jesus Christ was worth worshipping with your whole life, every minute of it? Can you think of one example? And then finally, if you're a teenager, when do you find yourself utterly in awe, saying, wow? Is it when you see someone doing something that you understand, if you're brilliant at gymnastics and you see an Olympic gymnast, if you're brilliant at football and then you watch your favourite team, or if you're a great dancer or a great musician or a great singer or a great rapper, when do you find yourself saying, wow? Or maybe it's when you stand next to something huge like the Grand Canyon or you look up at a skyscraper or you stand on a high bridge. When do you say, wow? What are the words you say when you feel that? Could you ever imagine saying that about Jesus? Very quickly, those four questions. If you're a little one, Jesus is awesome. How could you show what you think of him? Fives to eights. After looking at this story, how would you describe Jesus to a friend? Over eights. What would be different in your life if Jesus was worth worshipping with that? And finally, for teenagers, when do you say, wow, 
when are you in awe? And could you imagine what it would feel like if you were in awe of Jesus? Have a chat about that. We'll speak to you again soon. Thanks, Matt, for being with us. Thanks for having me. Cheers, Ed. Goodbye. Bye, everyone. Sorry, that was weird, right? Don't make the outtakes. Oh, yeah, might do. (laughs) (laughs) No, the depths of Ed's throat. Yeah. Right. Definitely, that's definitely making the outtakes. (laughs) Okay. Well, I hope you've been having a good Christmas. It's still festive. It's the Fun Facts Festive... Can we do it again? That's why you don't do it, Jen. That's why I do it. That's why I earn the big bucks. Here we go. Well, I hope you've been having a good Christmas, and I hope that was a good discussion. I'm going to do that again as well. (laughs) 